1: and drums, you know it's time for the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator, powered by Evergy. Join us as we explore the world of business, leadership, and entrepreneurship in Wichita. Learn from local business leaders and owners on how they have built and grown their companies and the challenges and opportunities they met along the way. Coming to you from the Evergy Room at the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Here are your hosts, Don Sherman and Ebony Clemens of
2: Welcome to another exciting edition of the WCBA, powered, of course, by Evergy. First, thank you for listening. Don't forget to like us, love us, share us. We truly appreciate you checking us out. Today, we have in the house, Robert Moody, talking about leadership. Wichita-e.
0: Robert Moody. So glad you're here.
3: So glad to be here. Thanks for having me. I appreciate
2: it. I'm sorry, Mr. He makes me call it Mr.
0: Oh, sorry, yes. I'm not going to do all that. Yeah, well,
2: (laughs) it's just me. (laughs) Thanks for being here, my man. You bet.
0: So proud to have you here. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Why don't you?
3: So I'm currently a partner over at Martin Fringle Law Firm. Um, I've been practicing law since 2014. Mm -hmm. But just going back briefly, I was born in Montgomery, Alabama. Lived there the first 10 years of my life. My parents split. uh, We ended up moving back to my mother's hometown, which is Protection, Kansas. A little small dot. Out Where's in southwest protection? Kansas. southwest? It's, southwest. it's, it's southwest. about 60 miles south of Dodge City. Okay. There's about five to 600 people there. So I went to wow. junior high and high school there. So that's where I spent my formative years. And then I uh, moved up to Wichita in about 95 to go to Wichita State and been here ever since.
0: Very nice. So why Wichita? Just curious.
3: Well, I mean, just you know, my sister was living here. She had two kids and I moved up here to kind of help her with the kids. Okay. Um, but, you know, it's... I'm not really a big, big city guy. so mm-hmm. Wichita is kind of good in between between protection and some big major city.
0: Well, that's wonderful. We're <laughs> so glad you're here. You are making a difference each and every day. And I love um, that you are partner. Yeah. You know, that's that's huge. I remember when he wasn't. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> so congratulations.
3: Thank you. I appreciate that. Huge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very proud.
0: So um, what year were you in leadership, Wichita? For you so month? I
3: was in the 2017 class.
0: 2017.
3: Yep. How does it feel to be in the second best class? Maybe
0: the third. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know,
3: we definitely think our class is the best. Oh, we know you think.
0: (laughs) We understand. (laughs) So let's talk a little bit about your Leadership Wichita experience. Um, What prompted you to apply for that experience?
3: Um, So, Kim Dozloman, she's a marketing director over at Martin Pringle, Mm and she's an alumni of Leadership Wichita. And so she told me a little bit about the program. So once I got to know about it, just, you know, all the different things that they offered, I wanted to be a part of all the different, I looked at prior classes and seeing some of the powerful, you know, uh, professionals from the different sectors Mm -hmm. um, in Wichita all together in one class. It was very intriguing.
0: Yes, that's awesome. I love Kim. And she was um, a part of the best class at Leadership Wichita. (laughs) So when you looked at that photo, I'm certain you saw she and I as that powerhouse. (laughs)
3: She lets me know. Uh-huh.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> wow. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the program itself. Um, you know, there's some key pillars um, that Leadership Wichita um, stands on, which is advanced leadership, broaden perspective, and strengthen community. And I'm curious from your take from the class, um, bringing the power of perspective, how did Leadership Wichita do that for you?
3: Yeah, it was, like I said, just all the great people that you get to interact with. So that was the first part, the people that were in my class. And then all the different uh, days of topics that we had were were extremely interesting. We got to cover a bunch of different things, um, like, for instance, the Douglas Corridor and how that was taking shape. So they brought in folks to talk about that. Um, There's also somebody—I can't remember his name— but. um, health uh, care innovation and things of that nature, bringing in people to talk about the different things that we're doing here in Wichita. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the interesting things to me was the USD 259 day where you got to kind of see the inner workings uh, of yeah. how all that goes down, mm-hmm. including <laughs> making the lunches and trying to get the lunches at all the different schools and cancellations because of weather and things of that nature and shutting that part of it down. So it just exposes you to different things that you see all the time, but you never really, I, I didn't understand how that, that process worked.
0: Mm-hmm. The, those were fascinating times. Um, did, what school did you shadow? Where, what, do you remember what school you went to see? Um, did you we, shadow a principal?
3: I don't think we shadowed a principal. We just had uh, a day. Okay. Um, a day where we went to the school, met there, and they just brought different people in for us.
0: Okay.
3: But yeah, I mean, I, was, I do not envy them. So they got they do great work, and mm-hmm. it's a tough job.
0: Mm-hmm. What would you say? To someone moving to Wichita, because you do a lot of work in the community, um, even in the legal field of trying to bring people of color in and to mentor them, um, can you speak a little bit to that work and what you do?
3: Absolutely, I would tell people coming here, it's a great opportunity. I mean, companies, corporations, they're they're starving for diversity. It's tough to get diverse talent here to Wichita. Uh, we've so through the Wichita Bar Association for the last six or seven years, we've been bringing. Um, Law students down, diverse law students down from KU and Washburn. Uh, We're looking to expand that, but just bring them down, show them what the town is, um, uh, get them in front of people that potentially could hire them. Because uh, you mentioned me being a partner at Martin Pringle, for instance. I'm only there's only two black partners in law firms in Wichita, Kansas right now. So when you say that out loud, did you say two? Two, me and Ed Watson out out at Fullson. Wow, are the only two black partners. In Wichita, and so, but the opportunity is there. It's not like these law firms don't want to have diverse partners and diverse associates. It's just getting the people down here, letting them know. And our experience with the law students, because a lot of them that go to Washburn and KU are not from Kansas, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and when we bring them down here, they're always shocked and surprised that oh, Wichita has this. Oh, we can do this. And then so we get together with urban professionals and and, and let them show show them that there, yeah, there are diverse people, professionals in Wichita that you can interact with, but. I mean, I think the opportunities here cost a living once you get down here and get established um, to be able to, you know, make something for yourself um, and and live a comfortable life and be able to do what you want to do. Those opportunities are here. And so I just think the more exposure that we can get to people that are not familiar with our town, the better.
0: Mm -hmm. I agree. And then once they are here you know, kind of going back to leadership, Wichita, what, why would we, what are some of the benefits of um, going through leadership, Wichita? Would you share with
3: them? Uh, to me, it's the the connections. Um, like I said, I keep going back to the powerful, distinguished people that they have in the classes. And so all those individuals have these circles. And so you now you're connected with all these other different circles. Mm-hmm. And so just that exposure and being able to Um, talk to to people that are high levels of whatever profession that they're in and different industry and things of that nature to be able to call. Now you know them on a personal level because you've been through the class. Mm -hmm. And so now you can text or pick up the phone, call somebody. And, you know, Wichita also, everybody's usually just one connection (laughs) away from Mm -hmm. somebody else. Mm And so um, just having that exposure and being able to network is helpful for whatever profession that you're in.
0: Yeah, I I would agree. Like one of the things that we often talk about um, for Leadership Wichita is – you know, you get connected with people who otherwise you might not have had a conversation with or who may be on uh, polar opposite ends of the political spectrum. And maybe you didn't know that you had common ground or common area. But the discussions that you have in Leadership Wichita uh, gives you an opportunity to have healthy debates and understand different people's perspectives. So with that in mind, in your class in particular, did you guys have anything that comes to mind or any date that you had heat where the heat was raised and we had these community, you know, discussions and then we all you guys came to this understanding of where people were?
3: <clears throat> oh yeah, absolutely. It was the, the poverty experience. Ah, I can't mm-hmm. remember what they called exactly, but they basically divide you up into all these different segments. So you got the rich folks here, you got the poor folks here. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget walking into uh, lunch that day. I was in the group that had all the money, but walking in. And so they they sit us down and they've got steaks and everything for us. And then the people didn't have any money. They had like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and stuff mm-hmm. like that for them. And just the raw emotion. I mean, one of the persons in the lower class ended up just walking out. I mean, it was crazy emotion. And so, but we were able to have turn that into discussion about things that people take for granted, um, that, that, that affect people's lives, that if, you know, if, you're, uh, if you've got financial resources or things of that nature or people that can help you out in certain situations, then you can you know, move along and kind of move around. But if you don't have anything
2: right. and right. there's
3: no resources there for you, I mean, like, you know, I'm a lawyer. I deal with suspended driver's licenses a lot. And a lot of times people have no idea the negative impact that has on your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, being able to drive to and from work. And, it's, and the, most of the time, the reasons are because they owe thousands of dollars in fines, uh, can't pay the fines. And so now they got to take a calculated risk of driving and getting arrested and all those types of things. And so that day of poverty, the poverty day, we got, got to experience all those different types of things. And it's, you know, the different perspectives and uh, thoughts about what we could do to remedy some of those things was it was pretty cool. Yeah.
0: Thank you for sharing that.
2: Excellent. Excellent. Um, I want to touch on you a little bit before we get back in the OW. Um, I've known Robert for a while, and I, I think we are friends. He might think less, but it absolutely. is what it is. We are friends, <laughs> absolutely. No, um, but one of the things I noticed about your leadership—and this was before you even became partner—I mean, you brought every year brought a group of diverse students to Wichita, USA. And, you know, we'd go out wherever we, you know, restaurants, whatever. But for you to take it up on yourself to do that is just admirable, for lack of a better word, right now. Can you share why you did that and why other organizations or groups should do that as well?
3: Absolutely. And I can't take full credit for that. That actually is funny that you mentioned that. The way that came um, to birth was... Uh, I can't remember what year it was. I think 2015, the Wichita Bar Association had its 100-year anniversary. Okay. And so, Dennis Weta of our firm got tasked with writing a portion of the 100-year anniversary book uh, about the black lawyers in town um, throughout the history of the 100-year anniversary. And so... I'm like, okay, well, I think what about the black attorneys that are here right now? We need to be in that book. And so me, um, uh, the Honorable Judge uh, Gwen Berzer, who's a federal magistrate judge, mm-hmm. Ed Watson, partner over at Folsom and we kind of got together. And so to, to, we got a list of who we think all the black attorneys were in town. And so we got together, got some photos, got in the book. Uh, but from that list, we ended up um, getting together for breakfast. Which we've turned into a monthly breakfast so we've been having the first saturday of every month um all the black attorneys that we know here in town and you know students potential students even high school students people that have interest in in going to law school or a legal uh, profession so we just get together at various places on the first saturday of every month and bring people in kids and expose them to the fact that you can be a lawyer Mm -hmm. Mm. you know because a lot of times you know i never thought i could be a lawyer never even dawned on me for a long time. Uh, but it was, it was from those breakfast meetings that we had that we decided to start bringing law students down. The reason we started bringing lawsuits down because the common refrain that we get about the lack of diversity is, "Hey, we don't have any potential candidates," mm-hmm. or "Hey, we don't have any viable options." And so, when we walk in, and, and so we we decided to do this around the bar association annual annual event, which is Judges Day. Okay, where it's a day of you know relaxation. They go out and play golf and skeet shooting and pool and all these different things, but it culminates in a barbecue uh, 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 at Botanica. So we go to Botanica at 5.30 and have a barbecue. And so that was the idea. We walk in there with 15 to 20 black law students, and it's like, okay, now here's your viable candidates. They're right here in front of you. So, right. So they're right here. And, and, and giving those kids the exposure. But in addition to bringing them down, so while they're the other attorneys are playing golf and doing their thing, uh, Mark Bennett, the DA, has always been gracious to host us for an hour. So we go see Mark Bennett. We put the students in front of wow. him. Wow. Uh, he tells them his criteria of what he's looking for to hire someone. Uh, we do the same thing with um, the the uh, state public defender's office. Okay, Go over there and give them some exposure of people that might be able to hire them if they want to do that type of work. And then we end it um, and, and we keep these kids overnight. And like you said, you know, put them up in the hotel. And we meet folks like you and Ebony and others and, you know, go down, have a good time down mm-hmm. in Old Town, show them what that's all about. And then that following Friday, um, go out to Folsom, see we can have lunch and have uh, private attorneys come in for exposure. So we try to pick, you know, governmental workers, private lawyers, tell them what the criteria is, what they need to do, try to give them some knowledge and skills about what they need to do to be able to get
2: hired. Wow. Thank you for doing that, and thank you for inviting me to hang, hang with Absolutely. you. Absolutely. I, I need mean, somebody to pick up the check. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I finally figured out why I'm there. Okay. <laughs> No, that's a beautiful thing. And you're doing your part. And that's just an epitome of leadership. Thank you mm-hmm. for thank doing you, thank that. You. Uh, back to LW. Um, and as far as I'm concerned, that's part of leadership, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, I know Kim, and she has a power of persuasion, but you still could have said, no, I'm not going to apply for LW. Why did you do it?
3: Well, and, you know, aside from Kim and other things that I mentioned, I mean, I was. So I was a class of 2017. I was two years in being an attorney and, uh, you know, just getting out there and making connections and, and and letting people know, hey, I'm, you know, it's a marketing aspect to it also, obviously, because you meet all these different people. They don't know who I am at this point. And so going in there and meeting all these folks and now, you know, it gives you that exposure that you need. And so and and that's the thing I love about Kim and marketing. We don't go around telling people, hey, you need to hire us, or hey, mm-hmm. I'm this and that and everything else. It's just being around folks, and then when somebody needs a lawyer, then they think of you and give you a call.
2: Top of mind. Yep. yep. Excellent. Okay, and I think you described it, but is there anything in Leadership Wichita that you said that was an aha moment that, I mean, I know there's things you learned that you never heard of before, but what's, what was the top? I think you already mentioned about the, who had the haves and have-nots, basically. Mm-hmm. What else uh, was a top for you?
3: Well, another top, they're bringing in all these powerful individuals, businessmen, corporate guys, and all this stuff, and just how down to earth and relatable that they are. Um, you know, a lot of times you have certain perceptions of people in those types of positions that are powerful leaders and mm-hmm. things of that nature. And so that's another thing that really struck me was how relatable and down to earth they were and happy to come interact with, with you and, you know, give you their cell phone number and things like that and reach out to you. And so that was, you know, that was
2: very refreshing. Excellent. Excellent. eh?
0: Well, you know, it's Robert, you always inspire me. So, uh, no, it is. It's it is something to have someone, you know, because you became um, an attorney later in life. Correct. Um, So and, and I know you. Well, you're comfortable sharing that story, aren't yeah, you? How you absolutely. became an attorney. Do you mind sharing with our listeners? Yeah, so
3: I was thirty five when I went to law school. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, so I got my associate's degree as, as a legal assistant in nineteen ninety-eight. That was kind of a fluke. I was picking up one hour class. I'd already had my gen eds out the way. They said, Hey, if you take these classes then you can I was a psychology major. And mm-hmm. so I was like, what are you gonna do with that? So I need to figure out a way to make some money and they told me if you could just, you know, take these classes in a year you'll have your associates as a legal assistant. And so I got that and was able to get a job for Michael Lear, who's an attorney in town. Um, And so I worked for him for like six or seven years and still didn't really dawn on me that I could be an attorney. Mm -hmm. Um, At this point, um, I I got a job over at the federal courthouse working in the clerk's office. I did that for a couple of years and then transitioned to being a courtroom deputy for federal judge, uh, Monty Balot. And and Judge Balot, so the way it goes, when you reach 65 as a federal judge, you can retire or you can keep working, whatever you want to do. And so he was getting close to that, and I didn't know what, you know, if my position was still going to be there at that time. And so um just made the decision, like, you know, it's now or never. There's never going to be a good time. My kids were, I think, let's see, 11, and they were young at that time, like 12 and 9. So, And I was married at the time, and so to go to law school, obviously there's no law school in Wichita. Mm-hmm. So I was living in Topeka during the week and coming back on the weekends and did that for three years. But – you know, it was, and Martin Pringle, I got to shout out Martin Pringle. You know, I love working for them. They actually were, were assisting me financially through that whole process. Uh, my mindset was I had a pretty decent job at the federal courthouse. A lot of people go there to retire. And that's what some of my colleagues were like, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Leaving all these good benefits and good mm-hmm. pay and all that stuff behind. Uh, so it was it was a scary situation, but I knew I had to do it because I didn't want to be a woulda, coulda, shoulda guy. And oh, uh, could have talked about this and could have did that. And so... When I made that decision, I started going around to different law firms saying, hey, you know, I might need some financial help here because paying a mortgage at home, I got to live in Topeka. So Martin Pringle stepped up, worked a deal, ended up giving me basically covering my living expenses up there in Topeka while I was up there um, in exchange for, you know, me having (laughs) employment. As long as I did what I needed to do, they let me come back and work during the winter (laughs) breaks and during the summers. And then if I made the grades and, and, you know, got my license in the, they were going to give me a job. So it all worked out. It's crazy how it worked out, but it was that awesome.
0: It is wonderful. And kudos to Martin Pringle, yes. right? Um, to have the foresight and uh, the courage to be brave enough to mm-hmm. take a chance on Robert Moody to give you an opportunity at As a thirty-year-old person, to go in, get your education, live in Topeka, and drive back, and then be hired on—you know—that's foresight and that's bravery. And I think that's one of the things that we talk about in leadership Wichita. What are some of the things that, or characteristics that we need to have um, as businesses, right, in order for the uh, the future growth of Wichita to to bring in a more Um, diverse community. Well, we have a lot of diversity here. Right. right? It's How do we include? How do we be more inclusive? Yeah. And so do you have thoughts on some of the things that we can continue to do as a city to to do that?
3: I mean, I think that's one of the biggest things. People talk about diversity and inclusion, things of that nature. But, you know, and I did a presentation for the Bar Association about this called Put Your Money Where Your Mouth Is. Yeah. Because you talk about Martin Priggle taking a chance on me. But if you think about law firms and all the money that we spend on recruiting every year, mm-hmm. where we bring these students down, we put them up in the ambassador, we take them out to Chester's, and they might not work for us. I mean, and we do that eight to 10 kids every year. Uh, and so that's what it is. We got to earmark some of that money and some of those dollars that we have to target diverse individuals.
0: Mm-hmm. Is it so I remember being in a focus group, and I don't want to go down a rabbit hole on this, but you know, we were talking about inclusion in our efforts, and is it really investment? is that is that the key? investing in people in different ways, not just um throwing money at it um, but really just using the monies in targeted ways to make certain that we are able to kind of like the NBA does, you know, or the draft?
3: yeah. Yeah, no, I think so. I mean, that's it. And Cultivate that whole, I mean, one thing that we're trying to do, especially with the law students that we bring down, we've got that culture now. People know about it. They talk about it. There's buzz about it. And so the kids, students actually look forward to coming down. That's one of the things Mm -hmm. that they, and one of the selling points, I think, you know, one of the many selling points, but that uh, Dean Pratt uses with her students when she's bringing them into Washburn, for instance. And so, you know, just creating that environment where people know, because a lot of times, I mean, Like you mentioned, there's a lot of diversity here, uh, but sometimes they're in different pockets and things of that nature, and we can't get the connection or get the interaction. You know, we're all involved in different things, and they need some diversity. It's usually, you know, the same handful of people that you see around and things Mm -hmm. of that nature. Mm -hmm. But it works on both sides of it. I mean, like, for instance, when I went to Martin Pringle, I, I had this certain perception of what lawyers were. I never thought I'd be able to work at a law firm in Wichita, Kansas. The attorney I worked for, he's a sole practitioner. We did civil rights cases, a lot of plaintiff work and things of that nature where people like Martin Pringle were always on the other side destroying right. us or trying to make sure that we weren't successful in what we're doing. And y'all know I'm a hip hop kid and I just didn't think the, who I am would fit in into a culture like Martin Pringle. I was dead wrong. Yeah. I was dead wrong. And So once wow. I got to interact with some of those folks, wow. the Rick Griffins, the Greg Drumwrights and things of that nature who were. You know, attorneys that were my age, pretty mm-hmm. much, and, you know, they're hip hop guys, too. And, yeah. you know, you start figuring these things out and it's like, wow, because my perception was these, you know, high powered, highfalutin attorneys walking around with their nose poked up mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So my perception was wrong. I had to change that. And so one of the things I try to do is, is, is convey that to other folks so they can mm-hmm. recognize that part of it as well.
0: Yeah. And I think that's really what it is, right, breaking down those barriers, because we have these perceptions, um, whether they are, you know, that's just human nature. We Mm -hmm. create these perceptions uh, about things, and you can't do what you don't know. And so once we figure out a way to bridge those and to better communicate and integrate these, you know, things, then I think we'll be a much better uh, place.
3: Absolutely. That's what Leadership Wichita does as well. I mean, I can't remember, but I think my class we had the most diversity, or one uh, uh, one of the classes with the most diversity. And so, you know, bridging that, getting people to communicate about different things, finding those commonalities, because you know, at the end of the day, it's all look. We all have the same emotions. We all you know have the same fears and things of that nature. We want to raise our kids and do those types of things. And so, once you start getting past the optical things yeah. and stuff like that, and start talking to folks, you know, certainly growing up in protection Kansas as a black kid and all white town and, mm-hmm. you know, you start breaking all that stuff down real quick. Mm-hmm. And you start finding out the realness of, of who we are, the human nature and all those types of things. And people pull for you and want to see you succeed. I mean, certainly not everybody's that way, but you start finding out, you know, what really keeps uh, uh, keeps people motivated to to help. That's all we're trying to do, raise our kids, you know, have a good time with our family, yeah. be able to, you know, uh, enjoy our time when we're not working and things of that nature. And so the more exposure you have I love going back to protection. (laughs) Uh, I love going to small towns in Kansas. You know, it's just a different atmosphere, different vibe, but they're always welcoming and, you know, which might seem out of place to somebody just kind of from the outside looking in. But, you know, once you start talking to folks and having those conversations, that's where it's at.
0: Yeah, I agree. Well, thank you for that. Friends, it's time to hear from our sponsors. We'll be back to hear more of the Robert Moody story um, and his leadership Wichita experience and his Wichita experience. We'll be back.
1: Severe weather. Whether it's hail, wind, rain, or snow, storms can cause damages, inconveniences, and sometimes even power outages. At Evergy, we're committed to providing safe, reliable energy. And in the event of an outage, Our linemen work tirelessly to restore your power as quickly and as safely as possible. And with tools like our outage map and real-time updates, we're with you every step of the way. Visit Evergy.com slash stay safe to learn more. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Success for our members, leadership for our community, and prosperity for our region. We need your input to continue to improve the business environment in Kansas and to ensure the success of our members. See wichitachamber.org for more information. To provide us input about this podcast series, send an email to communications at wichitachamber.org with your questions, comments, and suggestions for the business leaders we should feature and important topics we should address. Welcome back
0: friends. We are here with Robert Moody and we are talking a little bit about his leadership Wichita experience and his experience as a Wichitan. Robert, tell us, you, you know, you are a busy person, um, but how do you find balance? Let's talk a little bit about that. What do you do to relax and find balance from work and life?
3: Yeah, I mean, you you have to do it. You have to force yourself to be able to do it because especially being a lawyer, that's 24-7, especially Mm -hmm. doing criminal defense and family law and stuff like that where there's always a crisis and and people are looking to you for guidance and help them in their legal situations, where it's probably one of the worst situations they're in their lives. Yeah. So I, I forced myself to to not think about work all the time. You got to have certain days where or times periods blocked off where you can just hang out, chill, do whatever, not think about work. So as you guys well know, I like Moritz Martini and Cigar Bar. That's one of my favorite hangouts. And mm-hmm. so just going there. Um, sitting back, having a drink, being able to smoke a cigar, being with friends. One thing I love about more is you share tables, and so yeah. you meet lots of interesting people mm-hmm. there. Um, and so that's one of the things I do. Um, I'm a sports fanatic, so, you know, I watch sports all the time. I'm big-time Auburn Tigers football fan, mm-hmm. uh, Miami Dolphins in the NFL. Dolphins? So, yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs>
0: I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so maybe
3: that's that's more stress-inducing maybe than anything <laughs> else. <more> but <laughs> <stress>. <laughs> so, But no, I like to hang out watch sports with friends. But then also, like I said, I'm a hip-hop dude. I love going to concerts, going to see live music and things like that, which is another great thing I has to offer uh, for folks that are not aware of that. All the legendary hip-hop groups that I've seen come through Wichita yeah. in the past decade or so. Big shout-out to Riverfest. They're a big part of that. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's crazy. And so those are the things I do. Uh, to kind of get my mind off work, make sure I'm keeping balance because, you know, the mental health part of being a lawyer, we talk about that a lot because it is high stress. Yeah. You're moving around all the time. People are looking at you um, to help guide them and make the right decisions. So you've got to make, uh, I, I make a conscious effort to block off certain days, certain times where, hey, I'm just going to take, take a day and just chill.
0: And, and you mentioned the type of law that you practice in. Are you the only one who does that at the law firm?
3: Yeah, uh, yeah, I am. So uh, Martin Pringle, another good thing about them is nobody there does criminal law. Um, and so, but that's some, that's kind of my background. The attorney I worked for, he did uh, civil rights cases and things of that nature, but also um, criminal defense. Mm-hmm. And so and then once I was in the federal system, I got exposed to a lot more criminal defense. And so I knew I wanted to do criminal defense. And so, you know, Martin Pringle said, hey, you know what? What do you need? What type of resources do you need? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, you can certainly practice criminal defense here and become a partner if that's the area that you want to practice in. So, but, you know, I love doing criminal defense. It's a, um, it's tough, um, but people are looking at, you know, a long time. And I might segue into kind of like people that influenced me. Brian Stevenson, who was a civil rights attorney, um, He's got a great museum down in my birth town of Montgomery, Alabama, mm-hmm. with the Equal Justice Institute. But uh, he always says, "You know, your worst, your, the worst thing that that you did doesn't define the person who you are." Right. He works with the condemned. He works with the impoverished. He works for the downtrodden, and, and he does everything to to treat them with compassion and make sure they get the best shake that they can in this legal system that mm-hmm. we have. That a lot of people don't have any faith in. Yeah.
0: You know, in, in Leadership with Wichita, Ryan Bond does an amazing job of wrapping it all together at the end of the day and saying, you know, how would you feel if you're remembered for the worst thing you've ever done? Mm. And that is the thing that you are remembered for. That's not what you want, right? So having compassion, um, having resources and those connections and tools um, is important, right? Absolutely. Um, so last thing, and then I'll shut up and I'll let Don ask whatever he wants Mm-mm. to ask. So I'm sorry. Mm-mm. but. You talked about all of the things that you do in criminal defense. Maybe share, you know, one of the things that was so strong about your application when you applied for Leadership Wichita, um, and I'm on that that board, um, is your outreach, right? So you talked about bringing in the people of color um, from the law schools to Wichita and introducing, but you also do things, um, you started, from my understanding, you have a day where a uh, you try to help people who want to get their records expunged, and uh, you do a lot of things in the community to bring awareness. Can you talk about those efforts?
3: Absolutely. My favorite thing to do as a lawyer is an expungement. What an expungement is is if you have a criminal conviction and you meet certain criteria, then you can seal that that criminal conviction from public access. Mm-hmm. So, it's pretty awesome. We, we partnered with the Bar Association a while ago and did an expungement day where we had a bunch of people fill up the courthouse, and some of them walked in that day with convictions and walked out with the sealed record. That's awesome. And so, it gives people—that shouldn't have to follow you the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And Kansas actually has a pretty favorable expungement statute. As long as it's not murder or any type of sexual crime, mm-hmm. then usually three to five years after you've completed your commitment to the court, you can have that record sealed. And so when somebody runs your KBI report, it's not on there. If you're filling out a job application, you don't have to check the box because once you get a conviction expunged, you can legally <clears throat> tell anybody that you've never been convicted or been to jail or any of those types of things. So, And we continue to do those types of projects on a on a somewhat regular basis. And the the, the catch-22 there is if you've got convictions, you can't get work, can't hire right. a private attorney, can't pay the filing fee for the expungement. So it's a cycle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't get jobs. You can't live in certain places. Uh, you can't get certain uh, college grants and things of that nature. So to be able to 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 take that burden off of someone and not only helps that individual, it helps that individual's family and strengthens our community. So yeah. I love doing those. Um, recently, we did a driver's license workshop. Mm-hmm. I talked about the driver's license and the impact that it has. And so, I mean, it's insane. I call them administrative criminals, but, you know, if you've got a suspended driver's license and you live in Wichita, Kansas, you still have to drive. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not doing it legally, but that's what happens. And so, Kansas legislature recently enacted some uh, some laws about driver's license fines and fees and costs that were very favorable to individuals that owe thousands of dollars and so I think they got it right there. And so uh, Ju- July 1st of 2021, these laws became effective. And what what it does is it allows people that owe money for fines, uh, court costs, or reinstatement fees, uh, you can file a motion and ask the judge to reduce those fees or waive them completely. Mm. Prior to this legislation, the judges had no authority to be able to do any of that. Wow. And so we put together a clinic. Um, with a bunch of pro bono lawyers uh, through the Bar Association and uh, basically filled out these motions and all the paperwork that these individuals needed to try to get them some relief on the money that they owed so they can get a valid driver's license again. Yes. So it's little things like that, you know, that a lot of people don't think about, everyday folks that don't have these types of issues um, that are barriers uh, to these individuals who otherwise could be successful, but they got these you know, things holding them back because of mistakes that they've made in the past. They've paid their price to society for those mistakes. And so now it's time to let them go, cut them loose and realize their potential.
0: I love that because that is so liberating. And it's some of the basic things that we take for granted and we don't think about, right? Because it's not a barrier for us. Um, But for those who it is, it really impacts our entire community. And to have someone doing this work, Um, it's important in bringing it to the forefront and publicizing it. Because some people do the work, but it's not um, advertised and it's not talked about. But I think that it's important to talk about that work and how it impacts our uh, society and our economy. Right. Absolutely. (laughs) So thank you.
2: Absolutely. Excellent. I just had I had a sobering moment talking to you. Um, Of course, we talk a lot. But when I was growing up in northeast Wichita, we had three black attorneys. Chester Lewis, put our name in the park after I believe O'Neill Davis, and a Judge Waller. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Today, I could be missing some, but we have three like attorneys: Robert Moody, he's a partner; Gwen Berzer, I got to enjoy talking to her before she was partner and before she was judge, and Ed Watson. And, Seem, seem like a net neutral here, but and I appreciate the leadership you've shown on trying to get diverse folks down here. What else can we do or even, even other firms can do to help you in that leadership cause of getting diverse students, law students, exposed to Wichita?
3: Yeah, I think it's just, you know, putting it out there. If you know somebody that has an interest in, in, in the legal profession, let me know let judge Berzer know let ed watson know uh because you know and that's the thing we'll you know we'll, we'll try to get our hooks in as early as you know junior high school or whatever mm-hmm. or like i said i was 35 when i went to law school if right. you're an adult and you want to go back look we can show you the steps you need to take how you can get money to go to law school and you know just to position yourself the best that you can and so Uh, If you know folks like that, send them to our breakfast on the first Saturday of every month. You know, hit me up, let me know. That's the whole purpose of that is to, you know, keep, just get that exposure and pipeline and and stop. And I want to get rid of this thing where... We, we can't say anymore that we don't have these candidates. If we got them right there for you, mm-hmm. and then now you're not hiring them, that's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's what's going to happen. You know, right. we put these kids in front of folks, and once they get to – because we know how it works. I mean, if you're rubbing elbows with these judges at Judges Day and things of that nature and you have a conversation with them – or you've got somebody like Judge Berger that can vouch for you to somebody that's potentially going to hire, you know, it's that whole networking thing that that's you've got to know some folks and they'll take some chances. It's a lot more difficult to say no and not hire you if they don't know you. If they're just looking at a resume and piece of paper, that's one thing. But if they know you as a person, have right. had a conversation with you, then maybe some of those things that don't just come out on a piece of paper uh, are in the back of their mind and they might make the decision to make the hire.
2: Excellent. Excellent. Thanks for sharing that. I just, I want... Help you move that needle some. Appreciate that. Appreciate your leadership in that. I mean, that's what LW is all about. Apparently, that's what Robert Moody is all about. Uh, Last question for me is, been in Wichita for a while. What's the greatest opportunity for Wichita? Besides what we just mentioned, is there another great opportunity for Wichita?
3: Well, I don't know. I think there's, you know, there's many opportunities here. I think we're a growing city. I think what you're seeing with the Douglas Corridor is fantastic. I think the the medical facility that they're putting yeah, in down there so is dope. extraordinary. Yeah. That's crazy how they that's come together so quickly mm-hmm. and can't wait to see that off and running. Um, and then the things they're doing in the Delano District as well, yeah. you know, with some of the stuff they're doing down there. So it's a growing place. I mean, you got great opportunities here. It's cheap to live here. I can't emphasize that enough. People are like, well, this is Wichita, Kansas. I'm like, well, I mean, we got an airport. Or, you know, if you're making money and and, and then, you know, have this disposable income to be able to go do things that you want to do, that's a big thing as far as that goes. And like I said, you know, they had Wu-Tang Clan here, the greatest hip-hop group ever. Uh, They were right here in Wichita. (laughs) So if we're bringing Wu-Tang and, you know, acts like that to Wichita, Mm -hmm. I mean, we're we're definitely on the way up. Uh, We're doing things. There's all these different groups uh, doing things to provide diversity and inclusion. And so uh, I think if we just continue doing that, keep getting the word out there, uh, we're just going to continue to rise.
2: Excellent, excellent. And if I missed an African American attorney that's in Wichita, I'm old. I just I,
3: well, I there's getting... only a handful. That's the sad part of it. Yeah. There's there's a handful of us. And there's some youngsters coming up. We've had some success through that program mm-hmm. uh, with with people. Some from Wichita staying, getting mm-hmm. them to stay here. That's a big thing. Right. And some that were not familiar with Wichita that have been hired as attorneys down here before. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: Excellent. I think it's time for some, um, what is it
3: called? Word association. Oh, no. (laughs) Y'all didn't warn me about this. Yeah,
2: that's all right. You can do it, Robert Moody, your partner. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. Word association. I'll give you one word. You give me one word back. It's not wrong because it's your word. You ready? I'm ready. Leader. Don Sherman. Oh, wow. Wow. (laughs) That's all, all for the show today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll continue. Dang, couldn't even end on a high note. College, Wichita State. Wich Wichita.
3: That's a tough one. There's so many things coming through my mind, but if I just got to pick one word, I'd say, um, well, that's a tough one. I think you stumped me.
2: Okay, you can be stumped. The chamber. Innovative. Family. Love. Hero. Mother. Fun. Sports. Vacation. Relaxing. And you got to tell the truth about this one. <laughs> Beverage.
3: FDR martini. I knew
0: oh, it. Nice. I knew it. I knew it. Nice. Gin
3: vermouth, three dollars, and a twist. <laughs>
0: Love it.
2: Thanks, Robert. Thanks for coming in, my man.
3: Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate all the work that you guys are doing. Keep it up.
0: Thank you, sir. Friends, we've come to that time, the end of our program. Please share this with your friends and your family and people who uh, may need to hear this. Uh, Please like us. And if you would leave a comment, let us know who you want to hear from next. Till next time.
1: Peace. The Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator is brought to you by the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce and is powered by Evergy. Visit wichitachamber.org for a list of the area leaders we've interviewed for this series. This show is part of the ICT Podcast Network. For more information, visit ictpod.net.
0: The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Hox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare and Intrust Bank. Thank you for your support of small businesses. If you are interested in learning more about small business investment, contact Angie Elliott at A-E-L-L-I-O-T-T at Wichitachamber.org.